Hi, this is Adam Bergman, partner of the IRA Finance Group and president of the IRA Financial Trust Company. Today I want to discuss the different ways one can structure a self-directed IRA investment. I, I tend to get questions uh, quite frequently from clients or potential clients looking to make IRA investments about the different ways they can go about doing it. So I wanted to do a podcast that really discussed the, the ways you could make an investment. And, and the podcast is really going to deal with the, the whole idea of debt versus equity. Um, a lot of people are, are somewhat confused about what a de- an equity investment is versus a debt investment. And, and depending on what you're doing, debt versus equity, there's some potential tax implications. So this podcast is not going to explain how to do a self-directed IRA. I can briefly describe that, but I've done many um, podcasts about that. There's plenty of info on the website about how to do a self-directed IRA or the difference between a full-service self-directed IRA or a checkbook control IRA. So I I really don't want to touch on that. Today, I just want to touch on the different ways, once you set up your self-directed IRA, how you can actually go about uh, investing, whether you're doing it with a, a colleague or a friend or through a fund. So I want to really touch upon the differences between uh, debt versus equity. Um, So just quickly, obviously, a full-service custodian investment uh, with a self-directed IRA is when you have a self-directed IRA custodian make the investment for you. So you set up an account with IRA Financial Trust Company. You roll your IRA money into it. You tell the trust company where to send it. And they send the funds and the title, the investment is generally, you know, IRA Financial Trust Company uh, for the benefit of, you know, Anna Bergman's IRA. Pretty basic stuff. The difference with checkbook control is with checkbook control, an LLC set up, a newly established special purpose LLC set up, which will be ultimately owned by the IRA. The LLC has its own bank account, uh, which you as individual manages it. The operating agreement, which the term, which really... Uh, uh, dictates the operations of the LLC will have the manager appointed individually so the manager can simply um, write a check to make the investment. Uh, and those are generally the two main ways one could set up a self-directed IRA. But the question I get often is, well, do I want to invest in the fund? Do I want to lend money to the fund? Or do I want to lend money to a friend or invest in the friend's business? How does it work? So obviously if you're buying a house with your IRA, um, it's generally an equity investment. You are buying the house. So you're not lending anyone money to buy the house. You are actually buying it. So that's generally an investment. It's an equity investment. You're getting equity in the house. If you were lending your friend money and he was going to pay you a stated rate of return, that would be a loan. And a lot of people get confused between the difference between an equity investment and a loan. A loan is basically, which is debt, is you are getting a stated rate of return back, whether it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, a balloon payment, whatever it is, you are getting your principal back and uh, a stated rate of return over a period of time. Now, there's a whole you know, modification and, and mixture of how that can be done, but the most important point is there is a repayment. It's, the repayment is set forth um, because if there's no repayment, it's a gift uh, if, if it's a loan setting. Whereas an equity investment, there's, there's no guarantee of your return of your money. You're basically investing in a business like buying Apple stock, Google stock. They're not guaranteeing you uh, any money, assuming you just get common shares, but you get the upside. Whereas if you just lend someone money, 
you're not getting the upside uh, per se because you're just getting your stated rate of return. So if you lent Apple a computer's money by way of buying bonds, uh, you would get your coupon rate, whatever it is, and that would be it. Whereas if you own the stock, you, you're, you know, your, your potential gains are, are you know, limitless. I mean, uh, the stock can go from 100 to 50,000. I mean, you, it's, it, you're, you have more risk because it can go to zero, but you have more upside, obviously, because the stock can keep going up. Same with if you invest in your friend's business. If you invest in your friend's startup juice bar and put in $100,000 and he sells it to a McDonald's for $500 million, you're, you got a pretty good upside in your IRA. Whereas if you lent your friend's business money and he paid you 5% back a year, um, you have a nice data rate of return, but obviously your uh, upside is limited to some degree. So basically um, the question then becomes, you know, what is debt and what is equity? A lot of people say they want something to be debt but it really is equity. So the, the most common uh, analysis or question is, um, I'm going to lend, I'm going to invest $100,000, but I am going to get, um, you know, uh, 20% of the profits. Well, you know, you may think that's a loan or debt, but the IRS would like, likely treat that as equity because you're getting 20% of the profits. So you probably will have to get a K-1 if it's a partnership. Um, so you may treat it as debt, but the IRS probably is not going to treat it as as debt. So, and why do we care? I mean, why why do we care if it's debt or equity from a, a, a tax standpoint? Well, we we do care because um, for if you are making an equity invest, investment into a business, for example, with an IRA, and the investment is a pass through entity like an LLC. You could be tri- you could trigger something called unrelated business taxable income, which could trigger close to a forty percent tax on the profit. Whereas if you lent the company money, interest from the loan is exempt from this unrelated business taxable income tax. So it's pretty important stuff, especially if you're looking at big big returns. You know the ability to use retirement money to make the investment. You obviously want to circumvent paying any tax. If you have to pay tax, sometimes that investment doesn't make a lot of sense. So the, the idea of debt versus equity makes uh, has some relevance because if it's equity, even though you may treat it as debt, but if it's really equity, um, you, you may hit, you may be hit with uh, UBTI um, versus if it's debt, there's none. Uh, the IRS would probably look at the tax code. Section 385 gives some clarification, as to, and there's obviously tons of case law about whether you got debt or equity. Um, they, there's a lot of factors they look at. There's a famous court case, Dixie uh, Dairies Corp. It's a 1980s tax court case. Case, excuse me, that talks about what's debt versus equity. Obviously, what it's called. If it's, there's fixed maturity dates, that clearly looks more like debt. Uh, the source of the payments, are they from earnings um, versus not? Are they dependent on earnings, which looks more like equity? You know, do you have a right to enforce payments um, that could look like a loan? Uh, do you participate in management? Uh, maybe it looks more like equity, um, you know, intent of the parties. So th- there's things that, that the IRS can look at Um to determine what's debt or equity. So just because you have the word debt in your document doesn't mean the IRS is going to buy it. If you tell your friend, okay, I'm going to give you $100,000 in my self-directed IRA, I want 30% of the profits back, 
you may call it a loan, but it's not a loan. It's equity. And if the IRS looks at it, they'll say it's equity. And um, if the if your friend's business is an LLC, well, guess what? You own 30% of that LLC. And if there's profits, now you're going to have UBTI tax if there's more than $1,000 of profits, which could be oh, up to 40% and could you know, ruin your investment. So you, you really got to think about this stuff. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to go too much detail, but you need to ask these questions of, of the tax advisor. Uh, if, you're, if you're drafting uh, documentation, talk to the lawyer, uh, explain to the attorney that the debt equity um, uh, distinction is important. Uh, obviously, debt, the interest back is exempt from tax under 512 of the Internal Revenue Code. There's no UBTI if it's an IRA. If it's equity, you get a K-1 through a business that's an LLC or another pass-through entity, you're going to potentially have UBTI, which 40% tax is, is, is a, you know, not so, uh, you know, not so exciting. So ask questions, talk to your advisor. You know, it's another reason it's important. Uh, companies like IRA Financial Group exist because we can offer you this uh, expertise and support so that you, we can lead you in the right direction to determine whether, you know, something could potentially trigger a private transaction or uh, unrelated business taxable income. So, the, the the distinction of something is whether something's an investment's debt or equity. Um, it's not just simple. I think it's it's a debt document, and I think it's a loan. Well, you know the IRS isn't going to care. They'll look at Section three eighty five. They'll look at the Dixie Dairy factors, and um, they'll also um, you know look at the facts and circumstances. So, depending on what you're doing, if it's a C corp, you can like Apple or Google or IBM. Um, you're not going to trigger UBTI. C-Corps block the UBTI. So equity is not such a big deal. Uh, you don't have that stated rate of return, but you can own the stock without triggering the UBIT. If you're investing in a business, a venture, real estate venture, anything through a pass-through entity that's business activity, uh, you're going to deal potentially with UBTI. If you don't want to deal with UBTI and you want to have just stated rate of return interest back, uh, then make sure it's treated as debt. It, it make sure that you follow the, the Dixie Dairies. Make sure you're getting a rate of state, fixed maturity date, source of payments. It's treated as debt. You have a right to enforce the payments. Um, you have interest. Uh, and you're not taking your uh, percentage of the profits of the business, which looks a lot like equity, even though people, a lot of people think that's debt. So just really wanted to talk about the distinction between debt or equity. Those are really the two ways people make investments with self-directed retirement accounts uh, into funds or businesses, uh, ventures. Obviously, if you're buying a house, you're buying gold, you're, you're going to own it. So it's an equity investment. You're not lending money to uh, someone to buy the gold. In most cases, you are buying the gold through the IRA or buying the house. Um, obviously, if you get a mortgage, then that could trigger the the, the if, you, if it's with an IRA, it can trigger the unrelated business taxable income on the use of a non-recourse loan. Uh, this podcast was more for people doing that are looking to do real estate ventures or invest in someone's business, obviously non-disqualified person's business, um, venture fund, hedge fund, private equity fund. Um, you want to know, are you lending them the money? Are you investing? Uh, and that's an important distinction. Uh, equity investments, more upside, but you may have to deal with UBTI if it's a pass-through entity. Debt is considered safer, although obviously if the company doesn't pay you back, you may have uh, you know, recourse, but if the company's bankrupt, you know, your, your note's not really worth much. So they both have risks. There's different ways of doing it. Um, UBTI potentially for equity investments and the pass-through 
debt. You can circumvent UBTI or unrelated business taxable income, but maybe your upside is limited. So definitely want to chat this over with your tax advisors, accountants. Uh, if you have us, if you have questions, you call call us. Obviously, clients call us. Uh, email if you have specific questions. Uh, you can email us info at irafinancialgroup.com. You can call us 800-472-646 um, to get more information. Um, so please uh, let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and uh, you know, look forward to uh, discussing this further. Uh, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Uh, again, this podcast discusses the distinction between debt and equity and, and, and why it's important when making self-directed IRA investments. Thanks uh, for listening and until next time.